0: Welcome, I'm Sherry Harmel, and this is my Be The Real You podcast, a place where all women will get the support and ideas to happily live as their real and true selves. Whether it's our champagne soirees, interesting courses that always include coaching, Be The Real You magazine, or this podcast, get ready to explore who you are and what truly matters to you so you can create the life you want. It all starts with you. So be the real you. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 49 I'm Sherry Harmel, editor of the Real You magazine and podcast, as well as coach and creator of courses to help you to live your dreams. Well, today we're going to talk about my Parisian attitude and how it is an attitude or even a manifesto, if you want to call it that, that you can embrace, you can embrace, wherever you live. Well, I've just returned from a trip to my home in Paris. I was only in Paris for two and a half weeks, but it was very lovely and much needed time, truly. And what was so incredibly interesting for me to observe is that I got my Parisian attitude back. And frankly, I didn't even know she was missing. Yes, I have a Parisian attitude. Way back post my divorce, I began my love affair with Paris, mostly because Madame Paris taught me to love myself again, to cherish myself again. Now, I've told the story in a number of previous podcasts, but my self-love and my hope for the future was completely depleted after the awful two-and-a-half-year divorce process that completed my 23-year marriage. Luckily, When I was feeling my lowest of lows, I found myself in Paris. And Paris healed me. Paris helped me to see that it wasn't too late for my dreams. It wasn't too late for me to be happy. And it certainly wasn't too late for me to learn to love myself again. Obviously, I'm not a young woman, and I've done a lot of living. Well, Paris taught me to love who I am right now and to love all of those life experiences, including every one of my mistakes and imperfections. Honestly, it all started on a boat ride on the Seine, but that's another story. What I learned as I embraced my Parisian or re-embraced my Parisian attitude was that it was a different way of looking at myself and a different way of looking at my future. Back then, when I was asked, you know, why Paris? Why are you always going back to Paris? And I used to say, I love the woman I am when I'm in Paris. Eventually, though, my Parisian attitude grew roots and was a part of me wherever I was, wherever I was planted, so to speak, not just when I was in Paris. But one of those sneaky fallouts from the COVID was that I had started to lose my Parisian attitude. I don't know how it happened, but it did. And my way of thinking and looking at the world began to feel a lot like it had many years before I ever met my Paris Angels. Ladies, that's just another reminder of how important it is to practice positive mindsets, or as I call it, your Parisian attitude, every single day. Now, I'm sure you're wondering, what in the world is Sherry talking about? What is this Parisian attitude she keeps referring to? Well, here are the ingredients to my Parisian attitude, and I have a feeling they're going to be yours too. Number one, find your joie de vivre. To find your joie de vivre, or joy of life in the moment, you have to slow down. And the easiest way to do that is to go outside, to be with nature. Even better, take a walk and force yourself to take in life moment by moment. Looking at every little thing as though it's the first time you've seen it. Take in those deep breaths and connect your body to the miracle that is Mother Nature. In Paris, I lived just across the Seine from the Tuileries garden. So every day, I'd make a point to walk in the garden. I posted several of those walks on my Instagram as I was walking, or maybe strolling is a better word, through the Tuileries. It was my daily soul food. And When I'm in Boston, I walk along the ocean and I look closely at the shoreline. Is the tide in or out? What's going on with the vegetation around me? And to get that present, though, sometimes, I have to admit, takes work. And you might be able to relate to what I'm talking about. It's hard sometimes to force your mind to just look at what's directly in front of you. But the rewards are significant. Then there's the vie of your bigger experience of life, how you are living the path you're on. And the one question that I will always ask myself, especially when I'm in any kind of distress, is what can I control? What am I in charge of? Try it. Whether you're feeling unhappy with something or just a little uncertain what to do next, try asking yourself that question. What can I control? Every day, there are a multitude of decisions that we each have the power to decide what we, what it is that we want to do. Who do we want to spend time with? What do we want to eat? What do we want to put in our mouths? How we think, how we treat our bodies and the people around us. All of these are in our control. Now, knowing that I do have control over certain things Everyday things, maybe, but certain things in my life, helps me to feel more centered and less reactionary. Now, if you're feeling like you need a joie de vivre refresher, check out my Joy of Living Atelier. It's a short little online course, but it packs a big punch. I promise the course will get you back on track to recapturing your joie de vivre. Check it out. It's on my website, sherryharmel.com. Next, next component of that Parisian attitude is what is your je ne? And I apologize for my bad French, je ne sais quoi. We need the courage to be our real and true selves. That is what je ne sais quoi is all about. What is it that makes you unique? And special. No one looks just like you. No one has the same special combination of strengths and talents that you have. I've known several identical twins, and even they look different from each other. So don't tell me that one. <laughs> Besides your physical characteristics, there's also no one who has had the same life experiences that you've had. You are unique. And all of that makes you that something special that is only you, your je ne sais quoi. But often you need courage to be your real and true self. And a great book I was recently checking out is titled Brazen by, and I hope I have this author's name right, Leanna Tankersley. Brazen is a word that we usually think of with kind of negative connotations. So I love that Liana shifts the perception of that word to mean bold and courageous. Again, the name of that book is Brazen. It's really about showing up every single day as the real you. And the world is so crowded with opinions because of social media. You are constantly bombarded with images and comments of how you should be and how you should think and even how you should look at certain ages and stages of your life. In the old days, (laughs) it was only your neighborhood or your family who told you how you should be. But now, honestly, it can feel like the entire world is telling you what you should look like, how you should act, how you should think, what you should be doing. But how you deal with it is a choice, I'll get back to that, is a choice that is in your control. So embrace the courage. Embrace the courage, ladies, to love your je ne sais quoi. Third component of that Parisian mindset, Parisian attitude, is less is more. Now, when I moved back to Boston, I talked to you about all the stuff I had accumulated during my three years in Minneapolis. I lived in a not so big house. It wasn't small, but it wasn't huge. But I filled it up with a lot of stuff from cooking equipment to face creams to books. Moving back to Boston was a huge shock for me. On my return from Paris this time, I looked around and I thought, because I had convinced myself that I needed more space, that this was like a huge sacrifice, but on my return from Paris, I realized that a part of my Parisian attitude was the philosophy that less is more. My Parisian apartment is even smaller than my Boston apartment, but it's like a little jewel box and it's perfect. My Parisian attitude, then, must incorporate less is more in everything. It's not just the apartment size. It's one less accessory. It's one less pair of shoes. It's all about looking like you spent no time on your hair and makeup. That's part of the Parisian attitude. And yet, you don't leave the house without feeling put together. It's also about, believe it or not, looking like you just threw on your clothes, but you added a belt to your shirt right before you walked out the door so that it highlighted your waist. That's that less is more concept. It's minimalism, and yet it's not. And those contradictions are part of my Parisian attitude, keeping it simple but pretty. And if you love it, Wear it often. Last on the list of of the ingredients, as I call it, of my Parisian attitude is making a date with hope. When I was on that boat on the Seine in Paris, I had no hope. I thought my life was just going to be one long coast of nothingness until I died. Our lives do fall apart at times, and we can feel that will always be scared or sad or even marginalized. But we must, must remember, if there is darkness, there must also be light. And that light is hope. Now, I had the help of a few Paris angels, as I like to call them. I was sitting on that boat trying to hold back my tears, and suddenly I felt hope. My angels carried the message into my ears that my life wasn't over. Love was all around me, maybe just not in the way I had wanted or expected. But then I should feel hope again because happier times, the light years, are all ahead of me. So where can you connect with hope? Name her if you have to and welcome her into your daily life. Have regular conversations with hope. a date with hope. Pretty soon you'll realize hope is part of your daily attitude, or as I like to call it, my Parisian attitude. So ladies, embrace your own Parisian attitude. How you feel and show up in the world will change. I promise you that. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I really can't wait to hear how you feel as you try on your own Parisian attitude. I talked about hope in the podcast, and at the core of hope is our dreams. Well, I'm in the process of creating a unique program called the Audacious Dream Life Atelier. In this exciting three-month program I'll be launching very soon, you'll pinpoint exactly what it is you want and then set up the structures and support to make that dream happen. Now, this program will be very different from probably any course or program that you might have previously signed up for. The Audacious Dream Life Atelier will be a very small group of women, each chosen to work with a particular group it has to be a like-minded group so that you have the right kind of community and support to help you to launch whatever your big and audacious dream might be. And maybe you've had it for a long time and now is your time. Now, previously you might not have given that dream all the time and attention it deserved and we're going to change that. The combination of individualization, coaching, coaching, a very small group of like-minded women and the support and feedback that you need to stay on track will turn your dream into something real. So send me an email or direct message me, DM me if you think you'd like to be considered and you really want to hear more about that program. Atelier, for those who maybe are not accustomed to hearing that word is a very common word in French. And because I live half-time in French, I see ateliers all over. But if you weren't sure what they are all about, they're small, bespoke craft and art workshops, truly workshops. And I love that word because we're going to work on your dreams as though they are the most magical couture dress ever created. Your dream is that special and unique. Now, if you liked this podcast, please rate it. And review it because honestly the only way I can reach more people via iTunes or Spotify is if you give me a rating plus I will now be posting my podcast on YouTube which is a much easier platform for you to like and subscribe now lastly I have to share on the topic of digital magazines I'm excited to announce that the name of my digital magazine has changed it's now called Extraordinary Women. And why I did that is because so many of the women that I interviewed are truly extraordinary. This magazine is a dream-supporting, dream-inspiring magazine that I know you're going to love. There are sections on style. Sarah Gria writes about style. There's going to be a section on art coming from Michel Lemaitre self-care, and even some products and recipes I love. And always, I have a section on my life in Paris because at its foundation, the magazine is all about and for extraordinary women like you, hence the name Extraordinary Women. So go to sherryharmel.com and get on board right now. Last, I want to thank you for sharing your precious time with me today, and I hope to see you very soon. Bonjour.